Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with GetWisdom.com director and founder, Carl Mollison. Carl, last week we uh, last show was about demonic fallen angels and what we, what we call spirit meddlers and um, their attachment problem or basically how they can affect people. Um, this week, we're going to kind of extend on that conversation and talk about ghosts. Ghosts are, almost everybody's familiar with ghosts, you know, from all kinds of movies, cultural significance, um, Casper the Friendly Ghost. I mean, ghosts are part of our lexicon, part of our culture all over the world. And yet, ironically, tons of people don't believe in them. So it's kind of a disconnect. Yes, and uh, th- that prevalence is a big, big clue. There's something to the story. We don't have many, many references to folklore materials other than in storybooks and so on, but it's not part of the lexicon. And the reason why people are concerned about this and take it seriously is because it is real. And people are easily creeped out, so to speak, in being in a strange place and feeling something that is getting under their skin a little bit. And they might get goosebumps even. And usually what's happening is not just their imagination running away with them. They're actually picking up intuitively that there's something dark that's in that location. And this isn't an uncommon problem. And one of the reasons for these things is that ghosts are always out and about. They're whizzing around. They have uh, many different characteristics and origins. We have these dark spirits. They come by as well. They're looking for human victims. The other problem is many humans don't make it back to the light when they pass. And this this is tragic to talk about, but it's an important thing for people to be aware of because many people's relatives are stuck. They are earthbound as earthbound spirits. And it's, it's, a, it's a real issue that plagues humanity. One out of three people, in fact, don't make it back to the light when they pass. And they can be hanging around in locations lost not knowing where to go, how to get there, or even sensing where they are. So it's safe to say that when you use the term like earthbound and ghost, those two terms describe the same person, the same entity. It's the same thing, basically. An earthbound spirit is a ghost and vice versa. Absolutely. So these beings have a consciousness, and they have a strong emotional component as well, and that emotional energy can rub off on a location and influence the feel of the place. They kind of radiate this out, just like people can radiate out a bad mood. And you kind of sense it when you go in a room and there's someone there who's troubled and you steer around them. You're picking up that vibe. That's what it is. And so one of the issues is this energy. And so when we do a clearing of a location with our healing protocol, we take care of the energetic things as well as removing spirits that are present. 
And I want to comment on that because we know lots and lots about these things. And most people really haven't really been exposed to the details of what can take place, let alone that it is real and something that can be of concern. So one of the things that happens is what's called an imprint of energy. And so in my channeling with Source Creator, I ask about all kinds of things. And I asked a question one time, how are spirit imprints left on properties and what are their effects? And this is Creator's words. There can be spirit imprints on properties, as we have explained previously, these are quite similar to what happens with a person. When spirits are present, they leave their mark, so to speak, by engaging with their energy and their intentions, and often with an agenda to possess, to claim the property as their own, to keep away others, and to have an influence on the environment itself for their own reasons. Sometimes to maintain an exclusive presence, to warn others away and discourage interlopers, but sometimes to engage or to entice or to wage a propaganda war to influence or undermine people present or to cause havoc in the environment itself, to break things in the form of appliances or machinery or fixtures or electric circuits, electronic devices, and so on. They can cause all kinds of mischief. They can harass animal pets. They can scare children and certainly undermine anyone whose energy they enter because they will have a greater influence than if they're only external in sending thoughts and outside energy to engage with people. The imprints result from all these interactions, all these intentions. They're a sort of like graffiti a relic of their passage, but leave a mark, leaving stain, an energetic message that's dark in some way or distorted in some way from not being in alignment with love and light. So there's an emotional and psychological toll living in such an environment. While not seen with the eye, the energies will drag a person down in some way, acting as a lower vibration. And this will mean their experience in that dwelling will be a less happy one to some degree. If the imprints are huge in number, the toll will be correspondingly greater. And this adds to all the other sources of negativity that might be generated or persist brought by those who pass through, human or non-human. So removing these is always a good idea. Wow. There's a lot there, and a lot of it isn't too surprising. I mean, most of it, I think, really reflects what a lot of people's experiences are, either directly or through cultural things like movies and stuff, you know, where we see that ghosts do have these impacts. Yes, absolutely. So, one of the other interesting things about this is there's quite a trafficking of spirits in and around the earth plane. And so I asked about a client that I had in Australia who had a concern about a couple of buildings. And I asked the following question of Creator, and it brings out an important aspect of these energies and risk factors. My client in Australia expressed concern about two buildings near where he lives that remain derelict despite the area undergoing tremendous redevelopment. Can you help us understand how we can help? And Creator answered, 
there is an energetic gateway to energetic grid lines of energy that allow spirit traffic to take place. This has multiple purposes, but is the avenue enabling spirits to travel distances more efficiently than through conscious will. The buildings in question have spirit portals, and so this is what he is perceiving. The portals connecting to these energetic grids and that they are infested with many troubled beings. So what is in order here is a location clearing with your protocol. This will also improve the energy felt by humans entering these locations. As you know, there are many who sense darkness intuitively without understanding its origin or nature and will simply find a location unappealing. So this is a headwind for a developer to take a leap of faith in a property and invest money on its improvement. Such buildings are often subjected to demolition and this can be wasteful because the problem is not the building itself but the energy of the location, which will not change by removing the physical building in that spot. So a clearing will help clarify things for all humans encountering these buildings and any plans they might develop to make them useful again or rescue the property for the underlying value. So I I work with realtors uh, on a fairly regular basis to help clean up energetically houses, for example, that have been on the market for a long time and they're priced right, but no one wants them. You know, people come in and they feel, this doesn't feel like home to me and they don't realize why, but it could be these dark energies accumulating in a a location. You know, it's interesting. Um, You're aware that I've had some issues with my own property and my wife is, is fairly intuitive. So, She's, uh, she says there's something dark about this place, a dark history. And I ended up using uh, the Lightwork Healing Protocol, which we will get into in, in future shows, even this one a little bit, um, to do a property clearing on my own property. And I engaged uh, the assistance of a, of a gifted intuitive to assist because I don't have the same abilities that, that even Carl has. Um, and that's okay because the LHP works just as effectively for anybody who, who knows how to use it and has the faith in its effect. In its effectiveness. Sorry about that. Um, so I worked with this intuitive, and we saw that this property has a history. This is an old farmhouse built in 1870. And any property that has a long history of decades or centuries of existence is likely to have um, a history of, of spiritual interaction. Not all good. And uh, we found out there were three suicides that took place on this property. And two of those individuals were still around, and we ended up working to send them to the light. But we've had trouble um, with, like, appliances and things breaking frequently um, and just a kind of a cold feeling in the basement that you know, nobody wanted to go down there. It's creepy. Um, and not just because it's a basement. It just seemed especially creepy because it's actually a finished basement. It's actually very nice down there. And people just, you know, anybody who went down there just felt uncomfortable. Um, and it, now the interesting thing about was what took place in the master bedroom on the first floor, which is today a library, which might be interesting why it was converted to a library. Perhaps nobody felt safe enough to, to actually sleep in there. <laughs> so they're storing books in there instead. That was done by previous owners, by the way. And um, what the intuitive saw was that an individual had burned himself to death in that room. And he was still around. And through the protocol, we ended up assisting him to the light as well. 
I haven't had a chance to follow up historically on any of this to see if there's records and all that. That would be a big undertaking. I just don't have the time. But it's interesting that um, my family reports smelling smoke inside the library room and that it's always a subtle smell of smoke in there. So that could be the evidence of the imprint. So um, we've had a lot better experience in the house since that clearing has taken place. Things have, have gone much smoother and, and everybody feels safer and, and more secure and happier. So it's very effective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this fits with the variety of things that can happen energetically. You can have an actual consciousness of a being present that thinks and has an agenda, as, as creator's uh, uh, comments alluded to. And you can also have a, a, an imprint. And this is often what people see with a repeating performance where there's a ghost of a widow you know, walking back and forth, looking out windows, waiting for her husband to return from the sea and this sort of thing. And it's the same thing over and over and over. Many scenes of of soldiers in battlefields are imprints of an old battle that took place. They're not really there reenacting the battle. It's a, it's a kind of a memory imprint. But they're energetically... Uh, detect it and they have all of that emotional feel of the event itself which isn't going to be pleasant it's not going to be fun to walk into a a battlefield and feel what those combatants were going through and i know somebody personally um from years ago uh she was very very intuitive and her she and her husband decided to to go visit gettysburg (laughs) yes that turned out to be a big mistake she said she no sooner than got out of the car and she literally saw dead soldiers, you know, mm-hmm. ghosts coming right at her because they could sense right away that she could see them, which is kind of yes. interesting as well. It's another topic. <laughs> um, yes. Well. And she immediately said, Gary, we got to get out of here. And he goes, what are you talking about? Just get in the car. <laughs> and they sped away as fast as they could never to go back. Um, so, yes, case in point, uh, there's, there's a, lot, a lot, especially something like Gettysburg is just rife with activity. Yes, and, and you were alluding to the fact that, you know, properties go way back. They, there's a history, yeah. and, and this is a history of hundreds of thousands of years with living beings of all kinds passing through, camping, setting up villages even. And, and of course, in the areas where we think of as sort of uh, uh, recent immigration is in the U.S., we don't think about the the Native Americans who were right. here for many, many thousands of years. Indeed. And, and all the things that went on in their lives. And I've seen that play out. I've, I've seen properties that had a discord present where the Native Americans had a tragic event. Uh, I, I cleared a house for someone, and they were right on a spot where this village had had several infants die. And they concluded the land was evil and moved their village. And when they did a ceremony before they left, they piled up all their tears on the spot. And that was a kind of an innate wisdom that they needed to uh, get rid of this negativity and do something to, uh, you know, to ventilate and leave it behind and move on. They left behind all of this pain and fear, <laughs> right. and and it was huge fear because they thought this was an, a kind of an evil force 
that had brought this scourge to their their tribe. <clears throat> and so my client who hired me was living on top of this and wanted to sell her home and no one would buy it. And this was one of the reasons. It has had a bad, a bad vibe and people could pick this up. So if this is a variable. Some are very sensitive and, and others much less so. But the problem of the spirits is serious because they need to be moving on with their path. Yes, it's, it's a serious problem, not just for humans encountering them, but it's a serious problem for the spirit itself. They're literally stuck in limbo and they're not moving forward with their own growth and development as a soul. Yes, exactly. And, and so this work is very, very important. It's not just to make extra money and doing a kind of scrub up. There, there's deeper issues as well. The land will serve many down through history. Everything that doesn't get cleared and cleansed will persist and remain and will be a problem later on for someone. So every active healing is an investment in the future and it creates good karma as well so nothing wrong with that you know your good deeds cycle back around to you just like your bad deeds will catch up to you so that's the karmic uh, process the law of karma that is an important factor in everything that happens and the whole idea of spirituality is a way of viewing life that keeps you on the straight and narrow so you don't stumble and you don't have karma chasing you and and bringing back your mistakes to you over and over again. You know, this uh, reminds me of the concept of purgatory uh, yes. that's talked about uh, in the Catholic Church, especially I was raised Catholic. And purgatory is supposed to be the place where souls uh, temporarily hang out until they can somehow make it to the light. We're down to one minute, Carl. Wow, this, this whole uh, segment has just evaporated. Yeah. Uh, but but Bar- go ahead. Well, it, that is an astute awareness, the idea of purgatory, that there is a concern about this, that we need to take seriously the idea there can be, you know, some some bad things that happen to us when we pass on. And so our work with Spirit Rescue addresses this problem. And we use it to clear locations, but it's important to clear people. So we'll be talking about that in our next segment. Our next segment is coming up in just a minute or two. Uh, Be sure to visit GetWisdom.com, and you can get the Light Worker Healing Protocol intro at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. That's GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. 
We pierced the veil and channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars featured the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative, or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian, along with Carl. Uh, Carl, in the previous segment, we talked about uh, the haunting of places and then the impact that it has on locations and how it affects people that way. But we talk, the intro to the show, we talk about our people haunted, which is kind of expanding on the topic in a somewhat disturbing way, actually. But uh, there's an answer to everything. Tell us what you think about this uh, idea of people being haunted. Well, it turns out that more people are haunted than locations. This is a very common phenomenon because when people die and don't make it to the light, they're often drawn to people. They're drawn to the energy of the living person. And they may be accepted in by the subconscious of that individual to give them a safe harbor as a friendly gesture. It might be that they go to a relative just through their thoughts and the relative will take them on board without realizing it. And it's never a good idea to be harboring another consciousness within your energy field. It confuses your body. And these beings are troubled. That's why they're earthbound. They should be moving on. They should be going back home and have a time of joy in the higher astral plane with the divine. And the fact that they're stuck means there's a problem. So this comes about in one out of three people. It's certainly true for those who are doing bad things. They're not in good shape to go back to the heavenly realms. It's their choice. They're on a dark path, and they will not see the light callers who come still to offer them a chance to go back. The difficulties of life dragging people down emotionally and physically is poor preparation for the transition also. When people die after a long struggle, or they may die during surgery, or they may be uh, the victim of an accident and not expecting something like this to happen in their day, and suddenly they're dead, they're confused because they lose their normal senses. And if there's an emotional disarray, they may be in such a low vibration, they can't see the outreach from the light yet. 
if and they're lost, these, a lot of these souls don't even know they're dead. Yes, Unpressed. that's yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And so many of these beings, a lot of your relatives may be just tumbling in the dark, lost, because they haven't regained their light being senses yet. You know, when you lose the body, you lose your eyes and ears and the ability to even feel things. And the other problem is these are set upon by the dark demonic spirits that are out there, always looking for energy. And that'll preoccupy someone who makes their transition if they're they're uh, assaulted by a gang of these dark spirits and so on and the other thing that can befall spirits is to get involved with these darker beings and actually recruited by them so i want to talk about this and i'll give you some examples of consequences of this happening <clears throat> so here's a question for creator how do earthbound human lost soul spirits become hybrids to work with spirit meddlers actively? So this hybrid is a lost soul human earthbound spirit, just lost and confused, who meets up with these spirit meddlers, these dark demonic spirits, and then is enticed to work with them in cooperation. And creator answers, this happens from both directions, the human and the spirit cohort. Many humans have had dealings with the spirit meddlers directly in the past. And when they become earthbound for a time, will welcome their partnership. These, of course, are the most evil and lost of the group and are typically criminals as a, of some kind while in the physical they may have done this a number of times and eventually been rescued and reincarnate planning to do better, but may in fact fall back into the same pattern and cause a calamity for themselves once again. The majority are people who are simply in turmoil and in a state of disconnection. And when approached by spirit meddlers, will succumb to promises of reward in gaining their cooperation. Such lost souls are then mined for information from their karmic history to make connections with those in the living who could be exploited by using the lost soul as a hybrid attachment to gain access to a difficult target or to further ramp up the energy within the living person who hosts them. And that will serve all the spirit meddlers on board to a greater meal of dark emotional energy, as the hybrid can use its consciousness to pummel the victim in many, many ways, drawing on the resentment and anger of the past to launch new attacks and stir up the old dilemmas of the host human. Regardless of who seeks who, the partnership is a deadly and dangerous one for the human host because it significantly enhances the ability to cause harm to the person. Wow. The idea, you know, this, this, this sounds like bullying. And imagine a lot of these uh, spirits that end up as hybrids were bullies when they were alive. Yeah, absolutely. And so when I work with people and do channeling of some of these spirits to get their stories or ask creator to show me the point of origin of that person becoming an earthbound spirit 
and what they're up to and that history that set this into motion, I get a story and it's quite amazing. For example, I had a client in Europe because I, I work with people all over the world because intuitively you can reach anywhere with the intuitive uh, capability. But this client had a karmic tie to a hybrid lost soul spirit attachment from a past life together when the hybrid was a Nazi soldier who the client killed with a grenade. And then the spirit of this soldier attached to him for the remainder of his life and had found him again in his current life. This is a common dynamic and consequence of warfare. The combat was continuing, you see. This person died, went back to the light, reincarnated. And this earthbound former combatant stayed earthbound, but found him again in a new body, in a new life, and attached to him again. Wow. And was seeking revenge. So probably the karmic energies is probably what brought them together, you would say. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So some of the physical problems people have can be this kind of dynamic also. We had a client with a painful fibromyalgia condition. Which is common now. Yeah, yeah. And But we saw in the case of this particular person, it was due to a past life karmic experience of being tortured and having pain inflicted over many locations in her body by being prodded with a knife. Ugh. Very grisly. Sorry about that. Uh, and We know, this we know what an, happens, though. <laughs> well, this was an energetic reawakening caused by the presence of the original perpetrator as an outside spirit attacker who was reawakening the memory of this experience in her subconsciously and recreating the feelings in the body. Hmm. How creepy is that? But you see, this is a, you know, a, a perpetrator who eventually died. He had tortured this woman and became an earthbound spirit. And he found her again in another lifetime and reawakened the energies and the experiencing and the feelings of that prior torment that he caused her. So until these beings get healed, we're all at risk. That's one of the messages here. There's an answer for this. (laughs) That's really the point is that. You know, we're not here to bum you out. That's not our mission, you know, uh, or entertain you like you would, you know, go see The Exorcist or something for entertainment. That's not the purpose here. The purpose is educational to inform you more of the problem, but to more importantly, give you solutions to the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, many times these hybrid beings are former relatives who maybe had hard lives and, and they were just kind of dragged down by that. And then they kind of fell into the grip of these meddlers and, and worsened because that's their energy. And then they were encouraged and, and maybe bullied into being bullies as well. So, for example, we, we had a client who had a hybrid lost soul spirit attachment who we saw was a quite older sister in a previous lifetime who tormented her by holding her by her wrist and dangling her down a well, threatening to drop her, you know, as this 
you know, little girl screamed at terror. And so, oh. so this sibling rivalry, uh, rivalry taken to a, a quite of an excess, but it continued into a, another lifetime because this kind of mean older sister became an earthbound spirit and, and stayed around. And so this is one of the risks. We've been through many, many tough times in history, many ups and downs. We've made our way and made mistakes and, and become perpetrators a time or two ourselves. And that past history doesn't go away. The law of karma says it's going to come back around to you in some way or another. And it could be through bumping into one of these beings and then have a, a sort of a repayment of a sort of having some discomfort visited on you. You might have caused someone else, or you might have just been a victim many times, and that sets you up to be a victim again. And there's beings out there very happy to make a victim of you if you're of a mind. So these are all rules of the road and road hazards of life that are unseen, but, you know, quite meaningful to a person who has this kind of issue going on. And, and what I see is these hybrids, these darker ones, are the most common of the lost soul attachments that mm. people have. Well, we, knew, we saw in the last show that we did uh, how the interloper, the dark spirits, need our dark emotional energy to survive. That's really what they're after. And they're utilizing these hybrids or the lost souls that are, are more bully-like in nature, more aggressive, uh, more problematic, to assist in darkening the emotion and experience of the living so that they give off more energy that they can feed on. It's, it's yes. kind of an insidious process at play here. Yes, yes. And sometimes, you know, this is all so innocent because it's not that the person has a karmic tie to a dark person who is still out there causing trouble. It, it could be just the, uh, the hazard of going in a certain location with just the right kind of state of energy and you might come out with an attachment. So we, we had a, a client, for example, who was doing a good deed by doing musical performances at an elder care facility. And, you know, it might in this case have been a really strong empathy. I don't know exactly, but she picked up a hybrid spirit attachment. And this was a spirit of an elderly gentleman who we saw intuitively had become disoriented and was restrained because he was thrashing about constantly. You know, this this happens with people, you know, who enter various emotional states or, or states of dementia and then get agitated. And this torment continued following his passing, as this guy passed away in this facility. And he attached to my client, and she started experiencing a muscle twitching. Oh, my gosh. Of her hands, her arms, and her legs after she went and gave this musical performance. And so the doctors couldn't do anything with this. They, they couldn't diagnose it. It was inexplicable. She didn't know what to do, where to go. But somehow she found her way to me, and I checked on it intuitively, and I did a remote spirit releasement to help with this problem. And he was trying to break through, break 
free from this new type of confinement he was experiencing as an earthbound spirit because he was inside this woman and he didn't want to be in this kind of strange place. You know, they, they don't know where they are, literally. They're just in a state of being and they might be inside a person. But this is a confusion and then it can confuse the body. And if there are spirit meddlers present, they can give coaching to these beings to connect to this. And oh, you see that thing over there, reach out for it, put your energy into it, you know, and it might be a nerve plexus in a person that's hosting these spirits. And this hapless earthbound human doesn't know really what it's doing, but it might be stirring up a nerve response in, in the host and causing pain. This wow. delights the spirit meddlers because they'll get a surge of emotional energy out of it that they can siphon away for themselves. It's their mentality. They want to get as much grief going as they can. It's their very and, lifeline as we learned, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. Wow. Well, we're coming up on a break pretty soon here, Carl, and I think people are going to be really ready to hear solutions to this because we've been really outlining the problem, and uh, it's a big problem. And we don't want people to be afraid to go do wonderful music for a you know um, a retirement center. I mean, that that's not the point of this. But you need to know the problem in order to apply a solution, and a lot of yeah. these problems really spill into our everyday life without our awareness. Well, and, and the, the pitfall, I think, in the discussion is people assume, well, this could never happen to me. You know, I'm, I'm a happy person, I've got a good life, and uh, I don't have emotional, you know, horrible times, and I'm not vulnerable, and, and I might be very spiritual, and that's going to protect me. Well, it, it can. If you ask for protection in the right way, you will get this from the divine realm, but you do have to ask for it and you have to ask in the right way. You have to have full 100% belief in the divine and you have to also believe in yourself. If you have low self-esteem and you feel maybe you're not fully worthy of divine help, they can't help you because you're choosing that and that's the power you have in a free world, in a free will paradigm. Carl, we're coming up on another break already. I want to remind people that you can get the download of the ebook, The Ten Principles for Divine Living, at getwisdom.com slash 10-T-E-N. That's getwisdom.com slash 10-T-E-N. We'll be coming back and talking about solutions, so hang in there. We'll be back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. 
We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Get Wisdom for our final segment. I'm Brian along with Carl. Carl, uh, we're going to be talking about solutions to this problem. Um, You know, what comes to my mind is that probably prayer is a big component of the solution. And, you know, when uh, little Susie is paying praying for grandpa who just passed away, there's probably something really important about that. What do you say about that? Uh, that's very much so the, the case that uh, we can do a lot to help our loved ones to move on, not by hanging on to them, desperately needing them. That can slow their progress, but wishing them well, knowing they're going to go to a much, much better place. And we can help see to that by praying for their deliverance, praying for them to be rescued by the light and ensure that they get home safely. We also provide services for people to do this. We, we can do spirit rescues on loved ones. And we don't charge unless the person needs it. So we'll check intuitively to see if it's, a problem or not for a list of relatives if, if you want and and then we'll work out some arrangement to do uh, one or more spirit rescues and it's quite a blessing because it's no fun being in limbo and it it can really drag the person down and and create a kind of a future legacy as well and the the, the spirits who get stuck can have some very dark things happen to them and start on a dark path by being influenced in the wrong way and becoming kind of a gang member with, with the darker spirits. And it, it's, it's very creepy to realize that these spirits will end up in young people and some of the you know predators out there who prey on the young end up as earthbound spirits and they'll go find child victims to inhabit and mess with them. And it, it, it's just awful. So the answer is to get things cleared. Protect your family, get everyone cleared, and keep that going. So here's a question that I asked in my channeling of Creator. How do long-term suffering spirits 
whose family members have long ago moved on receive a healing outreach. And Creator answers, as we have indicated to you previously, there are many avenues from the specific to the general. So your reference to the religions who pray for those in purgatory are doing so in response to this very dilemma. And this outreach is acted on and is used again and again and again to rescue the many lost souls who cannot find their way on their own to the light. As this falls into disfavor and is abandoned, there are other means. And so there can be the repurposing of prayer requests on behalf of humanity in general to be made to apply to those in spirit form, not only those in the physical. So there are many possibilities for intervention. Whether it happens in a given instance for a given spirit is mostly a function of their readiness as that is always the most important deciding factor. They are determining their own fate, whether they realize it or not. The fact that many do not even know they are dead is not a consideration that overrides their choice to end up where they are currently residing. So this is the relentless consequence of karma in finding its way to all with the energy of disruption of disorganization, of disunity, of despair, and self-disparaging that can hold a person back from further expansion and a return to light being mode with the transition from the physical. So all have a say in the fate of others, and all can be an instrument of change and progress to effect a rescue of these unfortunates. Those with greater spiritual focus and personal development will be more effective at this, but there are usually enough humans in aggregate requesting human betterment to provide the energy from the human side to do periodic outreaches to those who are trapped. And you were absolutely 100% correct in your statements earlier this evening about your having a personal impact on the whole of humanity facing the dilemma of being an earthbound spirit. As your lightworker healing protocol being implemented on a regular basis in reaching out to troubled individuals and spirits is having a measurable effect. You yourself have seen on the frequency you encounter such spirits. The fact it has gone down since you began your work is not due to loss of your discernment in the keenness of your vision. It is that you are literally cleaning up the planet, and this has become noticeable to you yourself in seeing fewer and fewer lost souls as you work on individual clients and scan them for attachments. So this is an example of the effectiveness of the divine human putting their mind and hearts and intentions to bear on the dilemma of another. You have a voice. You have a say. You have a divine ability to bring great help and assistance to any you wish to help. Wow. Yeah, I like the fact that the the divine, the, the creator is saying here that prayers can be repurposed on occasion to be used to assist uh, earthbound spirits, even though there's nobody around that's praying for them directly. 
Yeah. I also happen to think that, you know, the, the whole purpose of funerals and services in the, in the aftermath of somebody's death, today, the the idea that everybody tells each other is that funerals are for the living. They're, you know, we can't help the dead. They're gone. And the funeral is just to help us with our own grief. But I'm seeing a different thing here. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we had wisdom in the past, collectively, um, that the, the funeral and the services and on the passing of someone loved served two purposes, you know, not only to help those who are grieving, but to literally help and make sure that the person who passed is not earthbound. Yes. And consciousness seems to have been lost in general. Well, and this is true. The religions are drifting away from the older core spiritual truths more and more. And that's kind of in reaction to the growing secular movement. They've had to kind of become more modernized and less uh, dark in, in some of the things they talk about. Some of the darkness is a corruption and isn't necessary. But some of the unpleasant things, like the problem of the earthbound, needs to be in people's understanding and awareness. Otherwise, the problem won't get dealt with. So this is a lost opportunity. And it's the reason I'm talking with Creator. Creator sees a desperate need of humanity right now to have updates about how to do things better. And this cannot be forced on people. And it just so happened I went looking And I went asking, and I had the intuitive reach to make a connection. This is a rare thing. It's not that people don't want it, and they're not wondering, and many people are yearning for a greater spiritual impact on the world and a greater awareness of the reality of the divine. But it takes many, many, many voices to do something on a grand scale. So as an individual, at least I can talk to Creator and get some assistance here. So we do lots of healing work for people to do spirit rescue and clean up, remote spirit releasement as a process, and taking care of lots of karmic issues as well as the attachments and removing them, and then an energetic rebalancing and and cleanup. And this can make a difference. How about pets, Carl? Because pets are very, very special and important to people. How does this activity affect them? Well, this, this is actually really, really fascinating. We underestimate the companion animals all the time, you know, and the dog lovers kind of get sneered at by the non-dog lovers as being kind of simple-minded and they're, they're sort of patsies and more, more they're the pet of the animal than vice versa, <laughs> this kind of uh, <laughs> uh, dark humor. But companion animals are special. They're quite fine healers, among other things. They're here to bring love to us and remind us of the divine, because the divine is all about love. That's why we see and feel such love from these little creatures. And it turns out they can get spirit attachments just like people. And in fact, they may take spirits on board and help protect the humans around them. So here's an example. Uh, of a client we did some help with uh, with his dog because he had some real serious issues. And I asked Creator about this animal. Were the two tumors in our client's dog a consequence of him wanting to heal his onboard human spirit attachments by taking on their discord 
causing adverse health consequences for him. And here's Creator's answer. This indeed is the case. And this you were shown during your protocol work. This is something that does happen and can be a serious problem for the companion animals. As your work has shown you, companion animals have a high frequency of spirit attachments, particularly human lost souls, as their life mission is to rescue humans. This is typically in the range of 75% of all such animals. So it is common for them to have attachments. Wow. You know, I remember you were saying fairly recently that in some actual real ways, companion animals such as dog and cats and, and also horses to some extent mm-hmm. are like living angels, quite yes. literally. And yeah. I had never had that appreciation before. But boy, it, it does make sense. Well, it's interesting because they don't have the dark karma that we do. They're victimized by humans, and so they have karma, plenty, mostly victimization. Mm -hmm. When they turn dark, it's because they picked up spirit meddlers in them. So the mean dogs typically have spirit attachments. And I've seen this in my own neighborhood, clearing up one of the neighborhood menacing uh, animals that, you know, was visibly menacing people who would come by and would loom over the edge of a fence because he was huge. So these are things to think about and ponder. But many times there are health problems in your dogs and cats because there are spirit attachments on board. And the animal might be taking on the discord of those troubled spirits, trying to heal it. And our little helper healers can do this because they are precious and spiritual to a fault, even taking on pain and suffering. In, Carl, in we're down to two min- I'm sorry, we're down to two minutes already. Um, do you want to like sum up the show in terms of how the dead are not forgotten by the divine? Well, this is very much the case. And the, 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 the reason this happens, the big picture is that until you're back in the light, You're in the fray. You're in the human experience. It's up to you to figure out how to navigate, where to go, what to do with yourself. And that is even true for going back to the light when you're done here. And that is why dark spirits are roaming around and they have free will, free agency also. They can be reined in by the light if there's a human request but there has to be human action. That's why it's our responsibility to help our loved ones who can't help themselves because they're in a bad way. It's true of the living as well. Not everyone is healed instantly when they have a severe illness, for example. That's a karmic dilemma. It's theirs to work through and a challenge for them. If they do prayer, it will help. Speaking of prayer, you can get our prayer book getwisdom.com slash prayer getwisdom.com slash prayer and there's protection prayers in there there's prayers for helping the sea spirits as well as protecting yourself and your loved ones from them um, we got to also get the LHP uh, description book that's getwisdom.com slash LHP to talk up that describes the light worker healing protocol which is a huge tool for assisting with this dilemma especially 
Yes, and the the problem of the dark spirits is relatively easy because they are true interlopers. The lost soul humans are more of a challenge because they're they're they belong here, and if we have a karmic tie to them, then the divine has to stand aside. We can go in as humans, though. If you hire us to work on your your loved ones who maybe have a problem in their life. And we can heal these spirits in them and get them moved on. And it's it's a blessing. Check us out at getwisdom.com. That's it for this show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for thanks for tuning in and listening to us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 